Hi, my name is Cheryl. Hey, my name is Noel. Hi, my name is Christine. Um, this is a 15-minute special segment uh, of this agenda pod. So today, I wanted us to look at Saudi Arabia. We'll be talking about feminism during the segment, so hold yourself. <laughs> um, I wanted us to start off by looking at Lujan Al Hathor, a women's activist who was arrested in 2018 after campaigning to end the ban on women driving. In an interview by the CNN, her sister, Lina Al-Hathul, said that her sister told us that um, she was detained and taken to an unofficial prison, which she called a torture facility, quote-unquote, where she was electrocuted, flogged, and sexually abused. Her arrest came just weeks after the ban on driving was lifted for women. But a dozen other female activists, as part of an apparent crackdown on the dissent um, overseen by Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, were also arrested. Um, last year in December, she was convicted of terrorism. Apparently, um, activism in Saudi Arabia is considered to be a part of terrorism and she was sentenced to nearly six years in prison but she was released this year january but under strict restrictions that made her feel like she's in prison just without the bars so how do you guys feel gosh that's that's heartbreaking like how even yeah yeah it's um mm -hmm. she hasn't committed any crime Okay, to them it's a crime, but like it's not a. They've not. They've not done a mass shooting, or they've not. Um, gen. They're not genocidal. They just fought for women to drive and, gosh, flogged, electrocuted, and raped for six years. Oh my goodness, that she did not deserve that. That's that's devastating. She did not deserve that. True. Yeah, Ooh. she's actually treated way worse than a war prisoner, a prisoner of war. Can you imagine? <laughs> that's actually Definitely. that's so bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sorry, what were you saying? Oh no, no. I, I was saying like the, that. That part punishment is not proportional. Like it's she did, and the fact that she's still under house arrest, basically, with many words that the government is trying to say but like she's still under house arrest right it's yeah. it's not it's like a an extreme version of house arrest well what they have there is already extreme but a bit more extreme mm -hmm. than what's like the norm ah uh, like i'm guessing it's still the same guards that did the torturing and it's just uh uh, uh that's that's very heartbreaking and I'm sure she's not the only one who like went through that. Like uh, there are other women who are arrested, right? Yeah, and I'm sure that they were silenced because even uh, she's afraid to speak. And actually, her sister was the one to speak for her on the CNN interview because she legally cannot speak in front, like cannot speak about the whole thing. Mm. As, well, as, that's really bad. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, and like um, it's so crazy because funny enough, it's not funny. <laughs> it really isn't, <laughs> but funny enough, um, the restrictions that she has, like um, when she's released, um, kind of they they've been given birth to, uh, lack of a better word, um, from the kind of practices they already have there. Um, like for example, yeah, she's under a travel ban. But women 
in Saudi Arabia cannot travel without their male guardian signing off. Like, you know how in school you have to go to your parents with a consent form? That's mm-hmm. basically what happens. So this woman has to go to either her brother, um, her father, her uncle to get it signed yeah. so the government can see she's allowed to leave the country. So basically she's being oppressed with supervision. Yeah. She- they're oppressing her but like they're watching to make sure that she's feeling the oppression like yeah it is like um it actually doesn't stop from middle-aged or as a younger youngin <laughs> i hate using that word but yeah mm-hmm. it doesn't stop from middle-aged to a youngin the woman actually gets controlled by a man it can even be her younger brother until she dies it never stops so the situation in saudi that has kind of like i just wanted to use that as a case study to start off but like um the situation in saudi is actually for women it's not as glamorous as we think it is with like is dubai in saudi arabia <laughs> we start there <laughs> my geography is so bad it's not no. <laughs> UAE. Oh, oh my God! Let me just not. Country. Yeah, that's actually so. You know, the more you learn, I'm not even embarrassed. It's normal. It's normal. Americans do this all the time. Even I should be proud. Like, <laughs> even for the women, like they can be glamorous, they can wear whatever, they can travel, but Saudi Arabia is where it's tricked. They're too different. <laughs> Okay, so the Saudi uh, government treats women mm-hmm. like permanent legal minors. It basically, um, it's done very little to end this system, which has really like put a dent in women's rights in the country, regardless of how far the feminist movement has spread in Saudi. I mean, like they can't, I think also it makes that very difficult for them to be single mothers or makes it very difficult for them to even own property, uh, get a house, uh, open like a business account or something. Like I'm sure that it goes deeper than just travel and driving. Like I'm sure that system of, of oppression is so entrenched that other things other essential things like i'm sure even investing as a saudi arabia woman must be very very difficult if you're if you're not like the royalty or you're not like very very rich it can i'm guessing it's very very difficult for those women i believe it's even the same when you're royalty there was that woman i i can't remember her name but she actually disappeared <laughs> like um she no. was talking she was in youtube and there was this whole big story about like how she was being tortured locked in the house by the crown prince she wasn't allowed to leave and like she tried fleeing i think to switzerland or something but she was detained and they came and picked her up Gosh, what? that's hard that's really really difficult yeah it humanizes the kind of privileges like yeah we complain about like things that happen to us now but imagine if we like went to school and like they were like why don't you have um what's it called an acceptance letter from your father signed (laughs) to come to school yeah why do you have your cell phone stuff like that I, I I hope one day this changes. Like I really look forward to when Saudi Arabian women will will not suffer these things. Like I I hope they have like a 
they change their normalcy because for them sometimes they might have normalized it as a way to cope mm. but i hope like i really really hope like mm. that one day the world will join them in their fight for ensuring that they have human rights like that that their human rights are respected and that and adult women are not infantilized like that i i really hope that one day like the international community will be like okay let's fight for your rights you know and not just leave it to them because i feel like if other governments of the world said no i feel like things would have been different mm. i i if other countries said no 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 we're not going to deal with you if this is how you're dealing with women i feel like there would be some change so i um we should definitely continue to talk about it so that people see like this is hard this is this is that life this is what they're going through that's so true and actually the us has uh joe biden in his state address said that he wouldn't let Saudi Arabia slide when it comes to its humanitarian atrocities like quote unquote so i'm happy about his uh decision to involve the US in like the fight for rights but at the same time i'm wary about the US intervening in any islamic country so <laughs> 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 a bit of trauma in there but <laughs> <laughs> they're not really the people to do that <laughs> they really aren't <laughs> but it's it's a i think maybe it comes from a good place where we'd have to wait and see yeah shell how do you feel about the whole story about the whole story yeah saudi arabia and everything well uh, i feel like this this men are not doing justice to us and they should give us like um they should allow us to have a say because getting someone to have a house arrest and not having to talk about something that's probably concerning the society or the females in their country it not the other person not having to talk about it in the in the in the social media because they they fear getting arrested is really not right because it's creating fear in them and it's making those people not to be able to speak out their mind and this means that these guys are going to get uh they're going to um they're going to have a lot of problems that they're not going to share and their problems are really not going to be solved because even when they speak out their mind no one is actually going to listen to them yeah so i feel like this man should give this should give us uh, a say even if whatever we're going to say is really not going to make sense to them but it, but just having a say is nice yeah that's that's so true because what we see these days in like countries like that um where like the patriarchy basically is so conk i can't find the right word but uh where you find the patriarchy is so conk you find that there's like a culture of silence amongst women and you could find that a woman is seeing her daughter going through like all these kind of things but she was brought up on the same kind of thing and she doesn't know if there's a different kind of normal that she could experience so we have like complacency and silence coupled together so when we have like activists like this coming out um it's kind of like oh my god women like that actually exist and it does shake the country a little bit but because the normal is the normal there then 
there's a stagnant kind of movement like two steps forward three steps back where women are seeing that i could be tortured if i decide to mm-hmm. adopt their ideas so we have like that continuous cycle oh yeah yes i'm sure she's not the old, like these were the main ones that got to the news and we have to remember that like there's a lot that gets filtered these were the few that got how do you news. guys think we can change like <laughs> yeah. um we can we can try to get more people to be feminist first of all we have to remove that extreme feminism extreme feminism isn't feminism the different categories the same with the different ways we need to stop that <laughs> um, what's it called i remember being looked at sideways in one of my classes and i said i was a feminist like <laughs> i literally felt the question do you think all men should die then <laughs> all the class the whole class like dropped dead and i was just like that's not it i just i just want to be like recognize that yeah i am a woman but that doesn't mean i can't like lift 10 barrels like nothing is really a gendered act everyone deserves to have the same like kind of access to everything regardless i shouldn't be treated any different yeah that's us kind of like feminism so people, yeah. if people accept that positive kind of viewpoint and not the negative one then i feel like we'd be good yes um, so how do we make more people feminist how from my point of view i think we should like educate people more on on considering other people's and not only considering the males like they get to have equality all genders um i agree with that to a degree i guess okay um before like okay firstly i feel like there's a lot of a lot more feminists than they would like people they're more feminist than people would like to admit it's just that people don't want to label it as feminism because of how feminism is portrayed in the media but i'm sure that like there are a number of women that won't call themselves feminists but still will go to their office and say I don't want to be paid any different. I'm doing the same work. Why am I being paid different from my male colleague? So like there's that like there's there is feminism everywhere. It's just that because we associate it with I'm going to go burn I don't know the car of my male boss because <laughs> he's a man. They associate that with the healthy feminism that got people to like let women to vote or drive cars. And but at the same time, um by saying um I'm not sure if this is controversial. Um from what you said, I kind of got the same vibe as like you know the Black Lives Matter protests in the US. When they say black lives matter and there's a counter protesting all lives matter. So I feel like the feminist movement is there to kind of ensure that there's equality on all levels because there hasn't been equality with one single demographic. The same way Black Lives Matter advocates for more black people in higher positions to kind of make up for all the positions that haven't been obtained by capable black people. If that makes sense, not to like bring one gender down, but to try and bring like the one that's always been put down historically to the same level. Feminists also protect I don't know if it's just me but feminists also protect men's rights the way men will tell other men don't um, be a man don't be emotional uh, only be aggressive or angry place cards and stuff like that so feminists 
uh, you know, I don't know, like in that song for Beyonce, a feminist is a person who is for the political, economical and something rights of all people. Yeah. So feminists mm-hmm. also protect men. And I think people don't, okay, the healthy feminists protect men also. Yeah, like Meg the Stallion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Queen, <laughs> literally, and the thing that broke my heart is like how people were like, "You're lying, you're lying." Why didn't you report? And she was literally like, "I want, I'm protecting him." He literally he shot her in the foot, and she was like, "I'm gonna protect you, regardless from the feds." Like I was just like, "Oh my god, that's that's healthy." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have done that. People always saying that you all oh, you feminists are not doing anything. We we believe as that's you uh, said. I think it was Nicole Nicola. You said like feminism is ensuring that the rights of political, social, and economic rights are followed. We're not trying to destroy all men or try to. We're just ensuring that everyone is getting respected. And everyone's rights are getting respected. All right, guys, from what we've spoken about today, if you have, like, any input from the audience, like, just feel free to email us. Um, Our email will be in the description of this podcast episode. We will respond to your comments, or we could even include them in the next podcast episode. So that will be it for us today. This has been Sojanda Pod. I've been Christine. And I have been Shazil. It's been Noel. So we'll see you guys next time then. Bye.